This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're going to check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast It's Monday, it's post-Super Bowl day Which, as somebody who doesn't even really care about football It still just feels like a day that we should have off don't you think, like, the way that this country's priorities are, I think it's kind of astounding that a group of old white men somewhere haven't ever banded together and gotten us a national holiday the Monday after the Super Bowl. It was it was an okay game. It was pretty exciting there toward the end. I can't say that I was jazzed to watch um, more football at the end of the football game that had already happened, but you know, it was what it was. The chiefs won. Congrats to Taylor Swift. Congrats to Usher. I enjoyed the halftime show a lot. I was surprised. I I thought we might get some housewives in some Super Bowl commercials, some Bravo lebs. I didn't see any Ariana. I didn't see any, any Vanderpump rules representation. I didn't see any housewives. I didn't see any Andy. I think this is an area that could be improved a lot. I think that the the advertising climate we're living in, you know, the, the, the moment in culture, I think it's a missed opportunity. I mean, never forget, a few years back, we got Caroline Manzo and Teresa back together for a Sabra Hummus commercial. What are we doing now? Where are the housewives? The Vanderpump Rules kids, for sure, I thought would be able to get into a commercial this year. I don't know if they need better agents. I don't know. You know, actually, what I think it is. Watching those Super Bowl commercials. There were some good commercials. Beyonce for Verizon in the midst of dropping a new album. Amazing. Ben Affleck dancing in a Duncan jumpsuit. To each their own. I think that we have gotten to a point with the Super Bowl commercials where these advertising people feel like the bar for celebrities is so high that the only way to make their commercial Super Bowl worthy, if it's not going to be about, you know, Jesus washing feet or whatever the fuck Tamu is, I thought it was Timu, they think the only way to make an impact is to to bump up that star wattage to 100. They're going to get more A-listers. We're going to get Glenn Close and Tina Fey in the same commercial. We're going to get everybody under the sun to participate in one 30-second spot. You know, if Aubrey Plaza's in the commercial, we got to get Nick Offerman to make a cameo. And look, I love seeing celebrities doing funny things as much as the next person. But when every commercial has two to three A-list celebrities in it, None of them feel special. And you know what? 
me tap, tap, tapping away over on Bravo by Betches. I'm not sharing any of those commercials with any of those A-listers. Those have nothing for me. But you know what I would share the hell out of? A commercial with Ariana. A commercial with, I don't know, Sutton Strack. A commercial with Bryn and Jessel and Aaron. And look, I know, I know that this is niche. But you're here listening. Other people are listening, following, watching. And I think that almost having a, a niche celebrity in your commercial makes it more impactful, maybe to a smaller group of people, but we would all be listening and learning versus I, I, I don't even remember. I, I, got, I got star blindness from watching the Super Bowl. Put Bravo Labs in commercials. <laughs> God, if capitalism can do one thing, can't we get these Bravo Labs some Super Bowl commercial checks? I'll, I'll tell you one thing. It'll be a hell of a lot cheaper than paying Beyonce to, to stand on top of the sphere. I don't know. But something else a little more relevant and frankly, a little more important than the Super Bowl was happening yesterday. And that is that there was a little seismic shift in the vicinity of Miami and seemingly Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan are no more. This is a shock to the system. This is a code red. What are we doing here? Who knew what and where and when and why? JFK conspiracy level of news story to me. (laughs) I don't mean to imply that Larsa Pippen is as important on a global scale as JFK was, but she's up there. She could be in a Super Bowl commercial. The Kardashians are in Super Bowl commercials. Why not Larsa? I'm kidding. I know. But so yesterday evening, Sunday evening, you know, people started to notice. I think uh, I think our friend Gibson Johns was the first one who I saw, saw say anything about it. I don't know who, you know, everybody is, you know, like I said, tap, tap, tapping away. It's the Super Bowl. There's memes. There's posts. Larsa's little stuff can get lost in the shuffle. But everybody starts to notice at a certain point in the evening, that there are no photos of Marcus on Larsa's Instagram. Larsa is no longer following Marcus. I went in there myself. I searched up Air MJ 523 Nothing. And then Larsa, on her story, has, po- has posted. <laughs> God, it makes me happy just thinking about it. <clears throat> it's a black black screen from create mode. That's what I love. I love when the stars are just, you know, getting down and dirty, getting in there with create mode. This has not been, you know, nobody made this on a Canva template. Nobody was in Adobe Illustrator from create mode. Should your friends unfollow your ex with a poll sticker with just the options? Yes and no. It's so pure. It's so simple and so effective. It tells me exactly what I need to know. It tells me that something is afoot. Because, you know, unfollowing, deleting the photos, that is kind of um, run-of-the-mill celebrity nonsense when it comes to relationships. It could mean something. It could not. It could mean something completely different from what you think it means at first. Obviously, there are some celebrities. I always give Lala and Randall as the example who, even when they were together, never followed each other on Instagram. 
But that post, the ears are perked up. And then you go over to Marcus's page. And he posted, 16 hours ago now as I'm recording this, a photo of the Super Bowl on a shockingly small TV, very far away from where he's sitting in the corner of the room. And he says, watching the game with Pops and the fam. Who y'all got in the Super Bowl? Chiefs 49ers. Okay, so I have... I. Mm, Look, I don't know exactly what Michael Jordan is up to these days, but I do feel confident that he is still wildly rich. And so this picture of a TV, of a small little sad TV, I'm confused. I, I, is this really, is this Michael Jordan's house? Is this Marcus's apartment that he basically hasn't been living in because he's been mostly living with Larsa? I don't know. But anyway, the actual the actual importance of this is that Michael Jordan never really approved of Larsa and Marcus together. So it seems like, without saying much, he's he's sending a message by by pointing out that he is watching the game with Pops and the fam, aka not with Larsa. And then he also posted a selfie of him with his dad, Michael Jordan. He said, MJ times two. I search one name and end up seeing 20 things. That's a Drake. It's a Drake lyric. There's there's a Drake song on the story. I can't, I don't know. I'm not going to like rap the whatever. <laughs> and then he posts uh, one hour ago as I'm doing this, just a, a photo of Michael Jordan in his prime dunking. So, yes, something is afoot. They are not together physically right now, and it seems like they are not together in any way right now. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
And Larsa followed up this morning. I'm just going to read one last post. She reshared a post from another creator. And I always love this. This is a classic Khloe Kardashian kind of move where anytime that she and Tristan were, were going through something or there was like a, you know, it would be like page six is like exclusive report. Tristan cheated on Chloe again in a hotel room in front of a million cameras while she's like about to have his baby. And she would just be posting like pictures of clouds with emo quotes over them. But so this is what Larsa has posted today. The man you choose to be your partner affects everything in your life. Your mental health, your peace of mind, your love inside you, your happiness, how you get through tragedies, your successes, how your children will be raised, and much more. Choose wisely. <laughs> oh, Larsa, you're so bad. You're so bad, Larsa. Oh, this is getting spicy. And I'm very curious whether we're going to get any kind of statement from them. As you might recall, the um, the sort of entry period into Larkis, Lar- Larkis. <laughs> was that their couple name? Why did we never say that? The entry into Larsa and Marcus being together was kind of under the table, wink, wink, what's going on. For a long time, Larsa was just telling everyone that they were friends. I believe I got introduced to Marcus as Larsa's friend, and it was like, lol, okay. Obviously, at a certain point, they, um, you know, did away with that framework. (laughs) Um, But we never really, she's not the kind of person that has really given us like uh, a big announcement or anything. Um, so I I would be surprised if we get some kind of social media post that's like, hey guys, just wanted to give you a little update. Uh, Marcus and I have decided to go our separate ways. Um, but you know, I've still got, I've got my kids and I've got my family and I've got my beautiful life and, uh, you know, thanks everyone for the support. I don't think Larsa is, is that type of chick. I think that she is going to be posting thirst traps. If I had to guess, I think we will be seeing, um, I think we will be seeing some, some body con dresses, some tasteful angles. I think that she is the type of chick who is going to just <laughs> ride that wave. She's going to let everybody have a field day in her comments and she's going to laugh all the way to the bank. Now, I I have seen people being like, what's going to happen to the podcast? To separation anxiety with Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan. Well, I I feel confident telling you right now, that is not an issue because this podcast has not had a new episode since November of 2023. And look, they have about, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Between June and November of 2023, they put out maybe 15 episodes total. Uh, this podcast was not something that (laughs) like you haven't thought about it recently recently but uh they haven't been doing it recently so the podcast not going to be an issue larsa's not going to have to like come on here next week and be like 
hey guys so this is really awkward but now it's just separation anxiety with Larsa and it's gonna be really good and I'm gonna bring on some friends and some experts uh but I'm gonna miss Marcus a lot like no we're not getting we're not getting that I don't think we're gonna get a social media statement so that leaves the real housewives of Miami I think that is the most likely place that we're going to get some kind of addressing of the breakup. And oh my God, am I at the edge of my seat to find out how that's going to go? Because Larsa is somebody who, in her last few seasons, on since the Miami reboot came back, because season one, it doesn't really, it doesn't really feel relevant. She is somebody who has been involved in a lot of drama and has participated in a lot of group drama. But she has not always been super open about her life. Last season it was kind of a it was kind of a sore subject that it felt like we were seeing I think we saw her go on like one date that felt kind of fake. Meanwhile she had already been spotted out and about with Marcus and that seemingly wasn't fair game to be on the show. Obviously he's been on this season when there, you know, there would be no way for her to kind of like pretend that that relationship wasn't happening. But when she came back for season four, she was more freshly divorced. And we did get some of that, you know, it's not that she is pretending that these things in her life aren't happening, but I would not say I would not say that there's an expectation that we're going to get sort of like the the 100% realness of what's happening in her life. But I am really curious to see sort of how she readjusts because when she came back on the show, she was kind of in this raw place of, you know, my marriage of X many years just broke up and I'm really, you know, I'm on my own for the first time since I'm 22, whatever. And then Marcus this season has seemed like her new forever. Her new rock. She can't go five days without him. You know, she wants to throw a party when he comes back in town. And so for that to end, and while she is currently on the show, how could it not be a main storyline? I mean, how could it not be? And that's where I'm really hoping that, I mean, Okay, so they're still wrapping up their season. They their reunion is already taped. Let's say their show, let's say their season ends sometime in March. I'm sorry, I need them to have the cameras up. I mean, today if possible. I know that's not going to happen. I know that's not how it works, but these next couple months in the life of Larsa, assuming that they are broken up and assuming that they stay broken up, we need eyes on Larsa. This is a crucial matter. I I don't know if there's a, a government bill that we can push through Congress. I don't know if there's, you know, an executive order. We need Andy and a camera. Even do an addendum to the reunion. Do a sit down with Andy. Get her to the clubhouse. But then, but the thing, okay, Get her to the clubhouse, but also, I think Larsa is somebody who might need to be poked and prodded a little bit by her 
fellow castmates. And I want to see Adriana digging for information. I want to see Kiki giving Larsa maybe a little bit of a hard time if she wants to come back and be BFFs after she didn't really need her the last year or two. I want to see Nicole and Gertie deciding how they feel about Larsa. I don't think Gertie had anything nice to say about Larsa at the reunion. Is is her breaking up with Marcus going to soften that dynamic? I don't know. I don't have any answers, but I have so many questions. And man, I mean, as if there's not enough to love about Miami so far this season, I now I'm just more excited for what's to come. I hope Larsa stays on the show. I hope, I mean, I hope everybody stays on the show, but I mean, oh my God. Let's bring it. Let's do it. Get those cameras to Miami. Get the cameras to Miami. Whew, wow. I love that I just talked for 18 minutes about Larsa and Marcus. And I could do more. I could go on. But I do also want to talk about traders. There was no new Real Housewives of Potomac this weekend. It's okay. You know, uh, whatever. I can barely keep up. I think last week I talked about an old episode on accident because it's like, truly, what's happening on the calendar? But I do want to talk about traitors. 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 Oh, my God. Traitors. Larsa and Marcus on this season of Traitors. They did film the Traitors reunion last week in New York. I'm not positive if Larsa and Marcus were there. I'm not sure the whole cast was at the reunion. I don't know if everybody was invited. I don't know if it was a scheduling thing. I'm not sure if Larsa and Marcus were there, but if they were, that could be an important text, an important um, document to to freeze frame a moment in time. But also, the thing about the Traders reunion is like, we know it's not going to be about Larsa and Marcus, even if they're there. So eh, we'll see what we get. But we got to get the cameras to Miami. I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I got to move on. <laughs> I just can't. I, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about it. Get the cameras to Miami. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms 
and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Traders, what a show. What a, what a, what an article of, of reality television excellence. Alan Cumming, give him the Emmy. Give him the Emmy. RuPaul has enough Emmys. If not Rue, then who? Then Alan. Give him the Emmy. But anyway, I digress. This last episode of The Traders was, uh, it was different than any episode we've really had because there was no murder. There was no banishment. It was kind of a a resetting episode. And I'm going to, this is spoilers. Watch The Traders, guys, seriously. If you're not caught up, what are you doing? It came out on Thursday. Today is Monday. You've had time. But so, you know, we left off last episode with Dan getting banished, exposed as a traitor, the first one they've caught. And this week, they tried to recruit Pete, and he said no. And the thing is, there's been a lot made of how Pete is playing this game. And he turns down the offer to become a traitor. And he says that he wants to win the right way. And to that, I just say, who the fuck cares? You're on a game called The Traitors. Acting like winning as a traitor is like doing something immoral is so annoying to me. That's the same bullshit we got last season when people were like mad that Sari was good at the game. Like, can't you, you hate to see a girl boss win. Just let it be. Play the fucking game. And Pilot Pete, I mean, to his credit, he has, you know, really made a splash this season. I think you know, sort of on a week-to-week basis, it's changed sort of how people feel about him. But he has definitely been one of the main characters of this season. And I think in a lot of ways, if you're a reality TV star going on a competition show, maybe even more than winning, one of your goals is to like 
get screen time and be a main character for the season. I mean, there were 21 people, I think 22 if you count Kate, there were 22 people on this season. And let's just say some of them I have forgotten were even on the show. So Pilot Pete is certainly getting more of a bump from this show than a lot of other people, whether or not he wins, whether or not he does it the right way. But like, come on. But anyway, he's got his, you know, faithful of the faithful little clan. And they're just like, they're kind of dumb. They're kind of dumb. I'm sorry, Trishel, I'm over it. John Burkow, he's cute. Fine, whatever. He can stay. Kevin Kreider from Bling Empire. Sir, get over yourself. Who do you think you are? I find that Kevin is maybe the person who rubs me the wrong way most on this on this cast right now. Because he's not Pete. He's not even Bergie or Trishel. He's not doing the work. He's not doing the heavy lifting of that faithful of the faithful group. And even if they annoy me, there is work being done. And I can appreciate that. Kevin is just riding along on the coattails, but then he has the gall. Sweet MJ, sweet Mercedes Javid walks in the room, standing there like a like a toddler who who is scared to tell her parents that she pooped her pants. And he's like, hey, yeah, can you get out for a minute? Can you just give us a second? Like, sorry, babe. Who does he think he is? The condescending energy, the holier than thouness. Sir, you haven't done a damn thing. You're just as clueless as Sheree. I don't know. It, it just rubs me the wrong way. But then we have this leftovers group. And this is what's really interesting. Because we get this, you know, just banger of a scene of Sandra with the pool balls explaining to everyone how she's like running game. And this is a classic Sandra move because Sandra is one of those people. She has one survivor twice. I believe there's only one other person who's done that. And Sandra is somebody who her ability to be one of the most successful players on this type of show, not even just on Survivor, but also to not have a target on her back the second she walks in the door is kind of masterful. And in this pool ball explanation, I think she sort of lost some people because if you're not keeping track, the two traders are in her group. And so if you're watching it on a surface level, you're kind of like, okay, well, this is like, it makes sense on paper, but also she's wrong. But she is playing 3D chess and she posted this on Instagram. And I want to read her caption because it is, it is something to behold. She said, I want to make something clear. During that strategy session, I also made it clear that hopefully the traders were in our group so that they could murder each and every one of the so-called most faithful of the faithful, therefore allowing the faithful in the leftovers to get to the end of the game. Self-preservation and end game strategy. What a lot of people don't seem to understand is faithful also have to go just like the traders. We all can't get to the end. No one there is oblivious to the fact that Parvati and Phaedra have already been called out several times. That's actually manageable. If new traders enter the mix, then we have to start back from zero. The brain on this woman 
She has figured out this game in a way that nobody else has. Because Peter and his, you know, band of merry men, their only goal, their only objective, the only thing in their mind is, well, we got to get the traitors. We got to get the traitors. We got to get the traitors. But what happens every time you get a traitor? They get a little recruitment form. And trust me, not everybody is going to be like Peter and be like, well, I want to win the right way. They're going to recruit somebody and then you're not going to know who that person is. And then bam, you're going to have another traitor that you have to get out of the game. Whereas Sandra, 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 she is like, oh, I already know who the traitors are, but I don't want to vote them out yet because then I have to figure out who new traitors are. And that's a pain in my ass. I would rather focus on these five obnoxious these five obnoxious little bitches in the other room who I know are probably faithful, but I don't want to split the money with them either. That's the thing. Like this, the way the traders works, if you make it to the end, even if you get out all the traders, you have to split the money with everybody that's left. So I don't know, you know, mathematically how many people can make it to the end, but not all the faithfuls are going to. That's what she's saying. She's saying, we have to get it down to the final like four or five anyway. So I'd rather it be four or five people, including the traders who I have figured out and then I can banish them than five faithfuls and then have to split the money. And you're only going to get like a dollar fifty and change after taxes. Sorry, Pete, but Sandra wants to be able to buy more than a couple of sweet green salads after she leaves this game. You're going to have so much fun. You're going to go to the mall with your winnings and you're going to get like one, one Auntie Anne's pretzel and a, a massage chair at Brookstone and you're going to be in the minus already. Whereas Sandra, big brain Sandra, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's going to play out the way she thinks it will, but she's actually thinking strategically and it is a sight to behold. Ooh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Guys, I think we probably have like three more episodes of Traders this season, and I'm going to be so sad when it ends. That Thursday night little, it's like a Thursday night treat. It's been so fun. Phaedra and, and CT, their little, their little castle, castle mance, showmance, romance, castle mance. Oh, it just it just makes me so happy. And Sheree, oh my god, at the fire lighting ceremony, sweet Sheree lighting Phaedra's torch. And then Phaedra getting emotional and like obviously Phaedra is a traitor, so there's like a level of like LOL to it. But those emotions were real. And and Phaedra saying, you know, we've we've known each other over 20 years, so nobody here can even understand that level of connection. God it's kind of beautiful and also kind of ridiculous. You know, this whole show, it's like this, it's like this perfect balance of drama and comedy and suspense. And I am, I'm just loving every second of it. And I'm, I'm sad that it's going to be over soon, but you know, traders was renewed for season three officially last week. So that's good news. I don't know if they would sort of fast track it and, and get us, 
more than one season a year, I do worry that then that you would sort of start to scrape the barrel a little bit with the casting. And the casting is so important. I mean, they won an Emmy for casting for season one. And I, I have to imagine that, you know, they'll get nominated at least again. God, it's so good. So we have, uh, we have, tra- we have traitors and we have Lars's breakup. And that's where we are today. I had fun. I hope you did too. I'll be back this week with some guests and some uh, some other fun stuff. Uh, but until next time, don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.